You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keene-Jones. Our show is edited and produced by Brother Chris. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website, are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerd Show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we discuss geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, sitting in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. A-Bay Baymax, Premium Peter Parker, Chris Radnorock, Big Dick Grayson Energy, <laughs> Trinidad Bain, Doctor Whose Man's Is This? Keep that same energy on when you see me here in the spaceship tonight. <laughs> you know? I'm um, just laughing because you are on a lean right now. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just going to be, you know, fully transparent with our listeners <laughs> and let them know that I am so towed down from the uh, flow down right now. Um, Toe up from the flow up. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain after you do your intro. All right, this is Tatiana Keen Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Father Stretch My Bands, Baptist Ameriba, J Prince of All Saints, Sean Jean Luc Picard, and Chichala Bread. Nice, nice. Yes, welcome back to the spaceship. How you feeling? I'm great. I I'm rejuvenated and happy. You don't sound like that though. <laughs> well, I'm I'm quite happy and I'm about to be rejuvenated, but right now I am yeah, as they say, toe up from the flow up. <laughs> um last night was the Mogul live event for Combat Jack for the recent podcast that Mogul just dropped honoring the life of our founder and friend and family, Reggie Osei, a.k.a. Combat Jack. And so they had, you know, it was a live event. And uh, shout out to Jinx, who was hosting it. Shout out to everybody who came through. A lot of I people mean, came through. A lot of people. Like, literally the entire Combat Jack fam. Yes. Uh, really like. Extended. Ex- and extended fam came through yep. heavy. And it was really beautiful. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. tribute. Beautiful words were spoken by folks like A King, Premium P. Um, Meno was there. Um, yep. Dallas Penn was up on stage talking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the legendary just blaze was there he came mm-hmm. up spoke his piece and and of course the 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 illustrious dj ben Ami was up there too spinning for the event as well as giving his uh points and 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 um comments on the the life and times of reggio say combat jack word up and i mean tons of people shout outs uh, um a kim shout out to naima who was up in there 
I mean, on and on. Shout out to Felton from Dreamville. He was in the place. I mean, just so many people. Jay Slayer. But, you know, after the um, actual <laughs> event, you Yo. know, there was a exclusive after party held at a certain, you know... Um, undisclosed location. Undisclosed location. And it went down up Yo. in there. Shout outs to Mr. Chris Morrow, you know, who had the bar popping. Yeah. And I, I uh, for the record, I have never in my years ha- have experienced an event like that. Just I just felt like I I was in a legendary not event, but a legendary time. Like a legendary mm. energy I felt. It was amazing. Mm. Yeah, thank you. I mean it it was so great for me, you know. Me and Just spinning like I think the last time that we spun together was, um, I wanted. Damn, I don't, I don't know if it has been since then. Well, I know. I mean, I did his uh, house party event, but we didn't really spin together that night. Um, the last time was at the live at the first live combat jet show at A three C with Killer Mike, and at the what end of that, that joint. Uh, this is like five, six years ago now, because it's been a minute since yeah. I've been to A three C. When I saw, because because Ben, I mean, was was spinning at the party, and when I saw Just Blaze jump on the decks, I said I ran back. They're like, wait a minute, what they about to do? Because they were standing side by side, and I and I literally jumped the fuck up out of my seat, like, whoa, 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 what's happening? And as Ben, I mean, said, it just became just something glorious. They were both spinning back to back just blaze was doing his own hits like that's like how fire are you that you spin your own fucking hits yeah yeah like really i mean and and also know. just me growing up listening to just blaze's music and then to have him as a friend now and mm. to sit there like, like that's what bugs me out like that's my friend and then he's sitting there playing his music and he's playing with you my brother and it's <laughs> And it's just like, you don't think like you're just going to go to an undisclosed location and see Just Blaze spinning. You don't. Mm-mm. No, you really don't. And, and also buying up uh, like 20 pizzas. Right. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if it was Just or Chris who made that move. I but I don't know if you guys have ever been to a club where you sit in there eating pizza in the club. or When it gets delivered. And it gets delivered to the yes, club. Yes, to the club. Yeah, when it gets delivered <laughs> to the just, club. Not just pizza, wings and shit. Like, oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, you missed the wings. Well, I didn't even have none, but, I, but you missed the wings. It, it was yeah. legendary, to say the least legendary yo. i mean yeah we could go on and on but it was definitely a great night shout out to everyone shout out to the chico leo he was up in there as well yes rare appearance and, and like you said it's crazy even for me because i've known just for a minute like i uh, posted on my instagram today where i was talking about how i've known him since baseline studios because a young guru and i even remember when guru first told me about just and kanye and he was like yo man we got these producers on this album on blueprint uh, Kanye West and Just Blaze he's like yo they crazy like you know and I was like word you know and he was like <laughs> yeah man these dudes is something else and then you know Blueprint dropped and you know everyone understood and you know to go from that to meeting him at Baseline you know but still being like yo that's Just Blaze you know I'm sitting at Baseline like yo that's fucking Just Blaze you know and then for him to join the Combat Jack show as a member 
And I'm still sitting there like, yo, this fucking just plays. Like, I was talking about that shit today on Instagram. Like, when Reggie and me, I'll never forget riding to the show. You know, he would always pick me up for the show every week. And we'd ride to the studio mm. together in the early days. You know, when we were first at uh, PNC Radio. Shout out to them. And when we were first there, he would just come pick me up every week. And so, you know, when he was like, yo, just call me. And, you know, it's like, I want to be a part of the team. You know, and we're just sitting there like, what the fuck does this dude <laughs> want to come hang out with us for, you know, and do right. this show? Like, what the fuck? Like, Just Blaze wants to come sit in this hot-ass studio with us, you know, at 12 at midnight. Right. And then, you know? and then could you ever imagine, fast forward, Just Blaze, friends of your, friend of the show of your own podcast, your podcast, mm. that was, that was uh, uh, really handed down to you by by the the, the hip hop podcast God Combat Jack. Mhm. Yeah, Sam I mean, Rose into four old nerds. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it's insane to me too, you know, and like all the episodes with just has been on here have been legendary, In you know, like people three see long. <laughs> 3 hours long cuz people see how deep our friendship goes we and how we just nerd out over the same things and yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah it's crazy. It was crazy, but that that event was amazing. Um th- th- just the mogul event itself, the 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 love that was in that room was was incredible. So shout out to you know Gimlet Media, Spotify. Definitely listen to that when it comes out. Do you do you know when it comes out? Is it September? Oh, I'm not sure when the live one will come out because right. the one the the actual episode is out right now. You can right. go listen to that right now, and it's incredible. You know, everyone's on there talking about combat and everything, and right. it's a definitely. I I haven't even finished it yet because I got too emotional just listening to it. Aww. Yeah. But yeah, definitely go check that out. And I'm not sure when the live, you know, stuff will come out. But when it does, you know, we'll definitely let you know. Cool. And yeah, once again, thank you to everyone involved. Thank you. It was such a beautiful night. But you know, right now your boy is paying the price. Um, paying yeah. the price. He's gonna be paying Oof. the price on Twitch as well when he's spinning. Uh, <laughs> what a segue. Tw- Twitch TV dot com slash for all nerds uh you can always see dj ben and first of all there's mad videos already up there as yes. is as soon literally as soon as we that's another thing because of patreon because of our patreon people we were able to get brand new camera set up uh multi cam set up and one of the reasons why our twitch is now on and popping once more is because of y'all so absolutely 100% thank you and like I said make sure y'all subscribe to the Twitch because you can see the illustrious DJ Ben I mean spinning you can also see him playing some Overwatch and some other surprises that you will uh, we'll show you when we get yes. there we'll show you very 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 soon in the near future you know as we head towards the end of the summer you know can't we'll be believe doing, it yeah it's August already god yeah but you know it's been a good it's been a good summer I can't be mad so you know overall it's you know Oof. Um, yeah, but Twitch TV slash for all nerds, definitely check it out. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been subscribing. We began like a subscriber, two, three, four a day, you know, just try to turn that up to like two, three, four hundred a day. <laughs> and, you know, we'll be straight. But, you know, if you're into anything visual and all that, make sure you're over there. You know, Twitch TV slash for all nerds. Thank you so much. Please. I keep please. fucking up the URL. I was like Twitch TV dot com dot org dot edu. Yeah. All kind of shit. Uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Plays, plays. I'm begging you for my soul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> That's your favorite gift, by the way. Oh, it is. It's it's one of my top ten. Yeah, it's definitely one of my top ten right there. Cause that was oh my god, I love that movie. I mean that mini series, the uh, People vs. OJ. Yeah, that shit was incredible. I still haven't watched the other one, the um Assassination Versace. of Gian. Yeah. I've heard that was great too, though. It probably is. I only got to see a little bit of it before I had to turn it off because I had like I had to go run out, so I didn't get to finish. But really, all of those those mini series by um, Ryan Murphy are really good. Mm. Yeah, and also speaking of TV, I just right before the show tonight finally finished the uh, final episode of Euphoria, and it's definitely. Like, along with the boys, those are two of my favorite shows. I mean, this summer and this year. Like, those are, you know, both really great. I love how both of them are just eight-episode seasons, in and out. And Zendaya, Zendaya, I'm not sure how. Zendaya. Is it Zendaya, that's right. I was right the first time. Yes, sir. Um, is absolutely incredible. Z- like, Zendaya absolutely leveled up with Euphoria. Like, yes. I-, I thought she was a decent actor, and... But I wouldn't, like, be writing home about it. Like, I just, you know, I was like, okay, she cool. Uh, but Euphoria showed so many new levels to her to her talent and to her craft. Um, and it really made me understand that she has the range. Mm. She really does have the range. And, and I, I think I said it before on a, on a previous episode, but I like when actors aren't afraid to be ugly. And what I mean by that is like physically and mentally, like I, physically in the sense of like a lot of actors, they're they're um, vain. Uh, they want to only take roles where they look good, whether, again, physically or, 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 or figuratively. Um, but this one, you know, I mean, she's a drug addict. Mm. She's a teenage drug addict amongst other things, a liar, a cheat, all this other stuff. And she's she's depicting this really broken person um but and not just depicting a broken person but depicting so many different facets of this person and depicting all of the internal and external struggles of what it's like to have that life and be a teenager in today's social media negative ass worlds right now mm. and it, the the way that she's been able to deliver is is incredible and really beyond anything I could have imagined. So I, I salute Zendaya 100. And if you guys have not been watching Euphoria, you're missing out, period. Mm. Yeah. And also, I mean, salute to the whole cast. Uh, Hunter Schaefer is the yes. young woman who plays um, Rue's friend, enemy, lover, um, Jules, and she's absolutely incredible. Sydney Sweeney, Barbie Ferreira, Maude Apatow, uh, Algie Smith is the brother on the show, mm-hmm. and Ang- Angus Cloud, who I just see playing um, Matt Miller in the Matt Miller movie at some point. He plays the um, drug dealer on the show. Uh, what's his name? Uh, with his little young old man um accomplice like i can't figure out how old that other kid is supposed oh, to be oh you mean oh you mean uh fez's yes fez and his boy um <laughs> that little kid i can't tell like there's always a character like that and it typically it happens a lot in anime where there's this character that looks mm-hmm. like they could be 12 but they're like 52 <laughs> yeah. and that's why i can never i never know how old that boy is my man is like that actor who's in all the gifts of the you know he's counting and dude is like actually 50 something right now and he just always has looked like that, you know, the um, African actor. Oh, you mean the oh, one yeah. that was like kids that they everybody yeah. using the memes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one who's always who's always counting and stuff. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that guy. Counting stuff. Yeah, counting and stuff. Yeah, doing the math. But no, definitely shout out to everyone involved in Euphoria. I even say for people who have like teenage children, it's a show that I feel like you should watch with them. Yeah. Because it is so like, you know, shows what kids have to deal with in this day and age and on a lot of different levels. And not every kid is going through these things. But trust me, I mean, I know even as a teenager, everything these kids are going through, I went through in one version. I just didn't have the ridiculous social media world we're living in right now, which. Ben, I had a conversation about this a few days ago. I I would be. I would be beside myself if I had to grow up going to middle school and high school with social media as yeah. strong as it is. Like when I when I graduated Ugh. high school, social media was just popping off. Mm-hmm. It was nowhere as prolific as it is now. Yeah. And to uh, you talking Black Planet, MySpace. Well, I was past that point. Like, like Black Panther, MySpace yeah. was on the outs by the time. Like, when when I would say MySpace was at the very tail end, but like Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Twitter and all that stuff was yeah. popping up. Well, yeah, maybe maybe Instagram as well because Instagram wasn't that far behind. But mm-hmm. but really, like Twitter and Facebook when it was just for college students, mm, like that, yeah. like it was around that kind of in, the incubation period. So Oof, there was even then, even yeah. Like, even then, yeah. But no, but it's not the same. Like I said, I've, I guess so. I've but MySpace on, was so trifling already. Well, MySpace was, yeah. was was a trash sheet by that point. But yeah. <laughs> places like you, not YouTube, places like Facebook and Twitter and IG, they were not the same. Like I've been on all those places generally since the beginning, mm-hmm. and it wasn't this. It just it no, was not. It was a different. Not at all. It wasn't it was even an world. animal. It was a. It was just a a, a simple tool at that point. It's yeah. an animal now. So I just back to the point. I just could not imagine having to grow up like that i have a niece that is is 17 now and mm. she'll all she knows her entire life is that's yes. what people do social media so i could so just imagine that you know people are the stuff that you see on euphoria like people can go at you on this social media stuff you can be bullied or you can be glorified or or, or everything like everything is there not just for the consumption of your peers in school but for the world Mm. And then you know, again, if you make a mistake, the world sees it. If you, Facts. you know, it's, I just could not deal with it. I could not, and I know I'd be on it, but I could not deal with it. Yeah, I could not imagine. Like, I, I think back to even when I was like a DJ in DC, when I was like hardcore, you know, straight up. That's all I was doing, pretty much, was just DJing every week in all these clubs with all these different celebrities and stuff. And I'm always like, damn, I wish I had Instagram then, you know, because I could have been, you know, showing that off. And But then at the same time, Mm-mm. having, you know, I would have had Instagram then. Right. You know, and oof. this is before social media was basically synonymous with this is before social media was synonymous with crafting fake lives online. Yes. This is before people decided, oh, I can use this to show people what I want them to see. Yes. Versus, you know, what it is. Because in the beginning, people were saying, like, Twitter was all, you know, people speaking in the third person. <laughs> like, oh, like, my God. You know, like right? old school, like chat room type stuff. Instagram was just people just posting pictures. Not every picture was just this. Curated perfectly. Curated perfect and filtered the fuck out. Like, some of yeah. that was, but it was really like photographers and stuff. Everybody else was just posting yep. cool, cute shit. And mm-hmm. then something happened. Something happened. Facts. Life. I remember when I first got Instagram, that's all I was like, okay, I can't wait to just post dope pictures of stuff that I took, you know, like dope photos, you know, because I love photography. And then it just was like, oh, you know, this ain't this ain't what they want. Like, 
you know, people or people have been shown. Uh, yeah, it's whew, like you said, that's an animal. So, yeah, definitely. If you have because I feel you, I have two nieces who are um like early. Well, one's about to turn 21 and the other one's 19. So, you know, and Jesus. this is all they know. That's all you yeah. know, bro. All they know. It's so wild watching them like, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, I hope they're watching Euphoria. I'm at to talk about it when I go home and see them. This, you know, a couple weeks, I'm actually headed down to the H town. So, hey. oh yeah, you know, you know, got to do it, got to do it. So, um, yeah, but for now, you know, we're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more to show. Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tales podcast, and when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip-hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm looking to for all of us. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen, the second I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. And when I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray, Watson the Holmes, don't forget Watson the Holmes, award winner of Watson the Holmes, Glyph Award, eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the For All Nerds show. As always, make sure you are subscribed on that iTunes, on Spotify, everywhere, basically. SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all those places you find good content on the internet. Good content on the internet. Content. Bontent. We are there, all those different places. So make sure you're subscribed. Just Google for all nerds and hit subscribe on any different platform that you see us on. Thank you very much. And also make sure you vote for us. We are working on getting our panel down at South by Southwest. Done. So there yeah, so there is a panel picker where you can go cast your vote and we need your help over there. Check out our Instagram, our Twitter for more information. But please, <laughs> once again, I'm begging you for my soul. Please. Yeah. Please. Um, 
please suki um go over there <laughs> yeah i missed that show before it got terrible y'all I, I missed true blood but it, i mean it definitely got terrible but when it was good man oh man that joint was hilarious but yes, go over there to Twitter and Instagram at For All Nerds and make sure you, you know, uh, check out the panel picker, you know, and vote for us at South by Southwest. Agreed. As Ben Amin said, if you hit us up on the socials or check out our, which you should actually, for first and foremost, you need to be following us at yes. DJ Ben Amin, at Tatiana King, at For All Nerds on generally every platform. But if you mm-hmm. check us out, you'll see the links to the panel picker that will take you directly to our panel. Um, again, and, and you know what's so funny to me? Mm-hmm. I almost forgot the name of my own panel. Yeah. Well, we did submit a few, so I wasn't even <laughs> sure, you know. But um, it is, yeah, you'll have to tell me. The evolution I, yeah. of blackness and geek culture. So Ooh, basically fire. what we're going to be talking about is how... We'll talk about a lot of different things, but the main point is talking about how black culture and particularly the diaspora itself has lended to shaping geek culture as we know mm. it. Uh, has been a, 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 a inte- inter- in- integral, integral, integral part of geek culture, pop culture as we know it. So mm, um, facts. The the if you go on the panel picker site for our entry, I, it gives you a full overview of the panel itself it gives you the rundown of what how we're going to try what we intend to express how we intend to express that as well as the speakers for it so please 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 vote up vote for us you have to create an account but it's really quick takes like two minutes to do and then just vote Uh, i also this morning saw a few comments already on our panel picker page Mm. and 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 i almost started crying to be very honest with you because Y'all really, really fuck with us. And it means a lot. Like, nobody asked y'all to add comments and explain why it was necessary or why y'all think that y'all want our panel to be there. Y'all did that on your own. And y'all didn't Mm. just say, oh, yeah, pick them. No, y'all went in detail about why For All Nerds is worthy and why South by Southwest needs to put us up there. So, once again, as DJ Ben Amin said, please, please support us. Do your best to support us in terms of going to the South by Southwest panel picker, looking for our panel. Again, that's the evolution of blackness in geek culture. And then after you voted, let us know so we can big you up and also share with other people, please. Mm, Word app, as they say. And I got (laughs) to go check, you know, I got to go check that out myself because I haven't even seen the comments yet. And thank you to everyone who, you know, went and, already voted on us and left a comment that's crazy thank you so much that means the world to both of us you know straight up and down and as always you know to show how much y'all f with us we didn't even ask for geekly asked questions this week and we still got a ton because y'all love us that much so it's now time for one of my favorite segments the guac is extra the geekly asked questions where we discuss 
or not distrust. I mean, I guess it is distrust. Yeah, we answer y'all questions, basically. You can send them in to us, contact at forallnerds.com, or hit us on Twitter or Instagram with any question about any topic, geek-related or not. Nah, it really don't matter. You know, we, we attempted to name a baby um, last week, and I, w- I was actually informed that our attempts to persuade them to go with Chance failed. What? And the, the young man is now named Chaz. Shout out to him. The young king, young young Chaz, well, is into the world. Well, congratulations to the new yes. Bambino. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not upset that y'all didn't take mm. our advice. Wow. So, okay. So what are we? What are we? That's like we're we're, we're over two. <laughs> yeah, we're over two on naming babies. All right, all right. Yeah, we gonna we gonna have to get one. We can't we strike got, out. We gotta. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, gotta get have to one, get one but... before you know the next one. Gotta be a hit. At the end of the day, glad you have a happy, healthy baby. Congratulations mm-hmm. to the fam. Congratulations, Chaz. We will yes. see you soon. Yes, word up. Uh, new young spoiler born. Young spoiler alert. <laughs> born, born, born into the world. Um. And also, I was also informed by the same listener that the C name does run in the family, and that's why, you know, the baby had to go with Chaz or Chance, and it is now Chaz. Gotcha. So, salute, salute, salute. Gotcha. And what do we have up first tonight? The first comes from Julius S. Shout out to you. H-U, you know. Julius nice. writes, is there any place I can listen to all of the songs used as intro, segues, and outros? on For All Nerds. Love you guys and what y'all do. Thanks. Ah, about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do have a mixtape. You know, it's been a, a minute since we dropped one of those. You know, we definitely have had a lot more different intros and stuff. But you can definitely check out the mixtape at djbenamin.com slash For All Nerds. I think it's on the For All Nerds website as well. And Might you, have and to repost that. The, some of the or all of the music that we've used in the past on the show. Yes. Okay. On, yes, I do. I do have all the music that we've used in the past on the show. So eventually I'll get around to making another mixtape. But, you know, that might be something, you know, we might have to offer up to Patreon as a, you know, goal yeah. over there. You know, like once we reach a certain level, Ben Hameen drops another mixtape. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, let's do that for sure. Yeah, you know, there's an idea right there, folks. So thank you, Jay Shepard. But as far as the latest stuff, no, but definitely go over to DJBenAmin.com and check out all the mixes. I got a ton of music over there that you can hear for free. And, you know, it's a lot of really incredible shit if I do say so myself. And I do. So, (laughs) yeah, check that out. The next question comes from Eliel, fan, fam, extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Eliel writes, so I was in the hospital visiting a family member and in the ICU waiting room, I saw a celebrity who I've always wanted to meet. They were crying with a friend. I locked eyes with them, did a double take and quickly looked away and tried my darnest to look at them. I don't know if you say try to darnest to not look at them again. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you said not. Okay, to yeah. so not look at them again. Yeah. People are people, no matter how rich and famous they are. My dad is a super in the Upper West Side, and at some point, Mark Hamill was my upstairs neighbor. Oh, wow. Yep. So I've learned how to be around celebs. What rules do you think we should follow when we see a celeb out of context? Thanks, fam. That I, is always crazy to me, first of all, <laughs> that, that Mark Hamill lived upstairs from him. I would have 
See, if I was a kid, I would milk the shit out of that. Like, I'd be oh at that God. man's door every day. Because it's like, yeah. kids, they usually, like, they'll give you a pass, right? Yeah. But when yeah. you're a grown-ass adult, they'd be like, get out my face, nigga. So. Yeah, but if you were a kid, <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't imagine, like, me growing up, you know, and Mark Hamill lived upstairs. It, it would just be like, yeah. Definitely. I'd be at that dude's door every day. Every yeah. I'd be that yeah. annoying-ass kid, the neighbor kid. Yeah, I'd be sure, the worst. Once I found out. But um, <laughs> you'd be the worst. Um, rules that you, you should follow when you see a celeb considering that we do run into quite a few celebs ourselves mm-hmm. in, yeah. in, in, in the, our, our day-to-day jobs um, first just just be cool be cool yeah. um, I, I think and, and I know for some people be cool is relative but by be cool I mean you don't gotta jump up and be screaming and be acting all crazy because to your point LEL they're people too and I think and some people like like myself and, and Ben I mean like we it's in our personality to just be regular with them because to us they are regular people. Now mm-hmm. obviously if they're like your heroes and stuff like that, then you know, you still may feel some type of way. But I think because we because we do this professionally, we still have to maintain a level of professionalism. So we mm-hmm. so we can't necessarily be popping off screaming, acting crazy with them. Um Perhaps after conversation, we can be a little bit more lenient because we've already established something. But just mm-hmm. to just pop out, pop up um, in front of a celeb and just be screaming, carrying on, nah, nah, fam. Um, so number one, <laughs> I would say just number one, be cool. That also includes like, and I know some people feel some type of way about this. Don't ask for pictures and and all this other stuff right away. Like you never know what these people are are feeling like that day. And mm-hmm. I know a lot of times people will either get in their feelings or be like, oh, oh, that that person's a bitch because they wouldn't give me an autograph and like that. Like you don't really know what's going on with that person. They could be having a mental health issue day that day, or they could just not want to fucking do it. And to be quite frank, that is within their right. They could be like, nah. And you can't be mad about that. Like, just like, like you have to give them sovereignty. Like these people don't belong to you as Mm. much as we, a lot of people just feel like these people, heroes, whatever they are, belong to them. And they are owed stuff. The celebrity does not owe you anything. They don't owe you a high. They don't owe you a a autograph. They don't owe you a pick. They don't owe you anything. They just like regular ass people on the street. So if you go about it in that way, I think you'll be good. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, really don't have anything to add to that i think that's perfect i've myself have you know had all kind of wild ass celebrity encounters even before you know doing the show just from being a dj and being in the place that i've been at and i definitely have not always handled myself the best you know (laughs) um yeah i've got a few stories that you know some of y'all have heard some of them um but like you said as an interviewer and stuff i've also been interviewing people for a long time you know even well before combat jet show back from high school even Mm. so i've been meeting rappers and stuff from early on and a lot of them at that time were my superheroes and it was always weird for me just because a lot of them would disappoint you you know you meet people and you're like oh they are just people Mm. and so that's why i think i have a different view of them too to this day but even now it still bugs me out sometimes like i was thinking about this when you asked when elio asked the question and like I remember when I met Ian McShane from American oh, Gods. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like standing next to him and we're just I think we were talking about the show, you know, and we were like, Yeah, it's really good, you know, the first season, love it. And this was before I was even working on it, any of that. I think this was when I first yeah, this was when I first um interviewed and met everyone, you know, from the cast, um, at the media thing. 
And I'm just standing next to this dude like, yo, this fucking Ian McShane, the coolest, you know, one of the coolest motherfuckers in the world. Just be cool, Ben. Just be cool, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I felt Ian, like, you Ian know. Ian McShane is amazing, by the way. He, um, he's, he's, I mean. He, he's dope. He's dope. But, but you know, I yeah. want, I want that make that remind me. There's another point to this I wanted to add. Also, take into context the environment situation you're in. Eliel mm-hmm. was in a, a hospital and yeah. clearly, you know, there was a lot of emotions going on you may just want to mind your business in that situation. Mm-hmm. If you see them on the street and you happen to walk by them, you know, you, you don't have to be scary about it. Like you say hi and keep it moving and yep. they may or may not respond, but Hey, whatever. Like, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, you, it's just like meeting any other stranger on the street to be really honest. Yeah. Like you will, you will react to a stranger depending on many different factors, and I and I think you need to go about it in that way. Yes, a celebrity of a particular caliber will like expect some a certain level of reaction from people. Some of them be hiding out, some of them welcome it. But like I said, you just need to gauge the room, like like read the room, gauge the energy, and and go from there. If it's just a quick hi, keep it moving, cool. If that person is just chilling, taking pictures, hey, you could probably get a picture. But like just just. Just pay attention to the environment you're in. Mm-hmm. Facts. And I think he did the right thing right there. So Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You got to be careful with stuff like that. Um, so the next question, where is this? Is this from, who is this from? It doesn't even say. These are all from a. Oh, Indie Idealist. Idealist, okay. yes. Um, okay, this is a good one. Um, Dear Fan Fan. AT&T is DC's new corporate overlord with over $100 billion in debt hanging over their heads. Are you concerned that they may slash the number of titles DC Comics puts out to stay profitable, basically just playing the hits? If so, that's bad for storytelling and bad long-term as they would stop creating new IP. Do you see a scenario where they would ever sell the company to Disney, who we know has the cash and interest to make a deal? Mm. Um. I, yes. Do you think Disney would? Disney would be damn near. Well, Disney's almost a monopoly as is. But you think Disney yeah. would buy DC Comics? Yeah, definitely. Without without a question, to have if they could get like, oh, I mean, they would probably buy Warner Brothers, you know, Warner Media Warner or whatever. Media. Yeah, yeah. The deal. Uh, and for those who don't know, um, AT and T is now the parent company of Warner Media and all of its divisions. The divisions mm. include DC Comics, which is what's previously known as DC Entertainment. Turner, HBO, uh, everything basically, and uh, because of as 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 mentioned, you know, there's a lot of debt and stuff like that. DC before the before being bought out, DC was like, yo, let's just stick to the IP that we know, you know, the Batman's, the Superman's, all that stuff, because mm-hmm. that's the money maker. But at the expense of new IP not being developed, at the expense of new IP uh, being shelved. Um, at the expense of, didn't they just shut down a whole imprint? Did um, probably. I think they, they, shut, they did. Yeah, sh- yeah, they 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 shut down Vertigo. Oh yeah, but that was. I mean, I I honestly didn't even know Vertigo was still being used at all. Right. Like that's been such a long time right. coming. Like, you know, Vertigo's heyday was in the nineties, really. I guess maybe in the two thousands there was some stuff too. But mm. yeah, it's been a minute. Right. So so, so maybe that made sense money business wise. But the point yeah. is. That's just kind of an arbiter of of how things are going to be ran. And right now, like I said, and, and what's been alluded to in the guac question is that right now DC is just riding on the fumes of 
of all the lice. Well, I don't even know if you want to call it fumes because they still get millions out of it. But yeah, the, billions. The, the billions, the licensing of things like, you know, the Batman logo, the Superman mm-hmm. logo, Green Lantern and shit like that. Like they get ooh, cool money. They don't really make monies off the comments like that. It's a drop in the bucket. They make the money off of the licenses, licensing mm-hmm. of these characters and their logos and stuff like that. Like I, I, I remember I read the article that explained that like the, the Superman, Batman logo, like those were far and above the most recognizable logos in the world above generally anything Marvel has. Oh yeah. There's no question. Cause Marvel doesn't have a, you know, there's no iconic, I guess they've made it now, you know, with like Iron Man and stuff like that. Mm. Where you, you, but even then it doesn't come close. Does Marvel, does Iron Man even have a logo? No, but like you could throw the, uh, the reactor on anything. And most people will know what that is, oh, you like know, it. his chest piece like that alone now, you know, but no, even that doesn't come close to Superman or Batman's logo. Fuck out of here. Not even a question. Yeah. But the comics are never the money makers for these organizations. Like Marvel doesn't make their money off of comics. They make their money off of movies. You know, obviously it's not the big money makers, but it is always essential to their growth as a brand though. And so, no, I don't see them doing that. I don't think AT&T even gives a shit about, you know, what goes on at that lower level because there there's no real I mean, there's might be losses in comic books, but there ain't no loss like, you know, these movies taking L's like, <laughs> you know, that's Cuz that's not just concerning. a financial loss, that's a public L. That's yeah. a, that's a sentimental L. Like it's a lot yeah. of L's there. Yeah, but even then I I just don't think it's, you know, really something that they have to worry about. And DC is still creating a lot of dope new IPs every day pretty much like they just dropped that uh Naomi book which I love to F and Death, you know, that was such a great little six issue mini series mm-hmm. and they're about to follow that up with another, you know, like Naomi vol- volume 2. So they're always got, you know, new stuff coming. It's you know, it's a comic book company, man. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, um but but the fact that you you believe you think in like five years Disney gonna buy out oh yeah they gonna they gonna hold all that yeah give me that yeah Justice wow. League versus the Avengers movie boom you know all right I'm gonna ask you in five years yeah they I'm, gonna I'm they gonna, gonna hold that on this yeah that's crazy to me but um phase eight at maybe? least at least yeah. someone's gonna know what they're doing uh yeah if that happens there is we're gonna ask answer one more question it also from indie idealist they write. I love Queen Latifah, but don't you think there is a missed opportunity here to have a drag queen play Ursula in a TV special? The design of the character for the animated film was heavily based on a drag queen divine. Um, for those who don't know, there will be on top, and this is separate from the cinematic version, but there is going to be a live TV musical that's going to drop on ABC November 5th for The Little Mermaid. It's going to star... Um, uh, uh, I, I, I don't want to mispronounce your name, but it's like Oriel. Uh, you got me. Ori- okay, I don't want to mispronounce your name. I'm going to find out the correct way to pronounce it and say it later. But um, the the young lady who played Moana on Moana, who voiced Moana, um, she's going to be Ariel. Um, Shaggy is going to be Sebastian. Yes. <laughs> they really went and did it. <laughs> And um, Queen Latifah is going to be Ursula, and as and this was this news came out as of yesterday, so I don't know if anyone else has been cast quite yet. Um, mm-hmm. To to the question, um, yeah, absolutely missed opportunity. They, it would be amazing if you have a dragon play Ursula, but also this is Queen Latifah, who is a black woman who has the range um, and has the chops to make it happen. So I'm happy for her, no matter what. 
personally. I, I think she could, I think she can hold this character up. I think she can do the character justice. Is it a missed opportunity? Absolutely. Um, we also don't know what's going to happen in the future. Because first of all, I didn't even think there was going to be a TV special on top of a, a film. So who knows what else is happening? Yeah. I mean, obviously, once again, you know, milking that IP, getting that money out of it, you know, TV and movie. And I love it, you know, and I get that it could be, you know, have a drag queen uh, playing divine, but it's also Queen Latifah, man. You know, I can't hate on that in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I yeah, it, I'm, I'm just happy for, yeah. for Queen Latifah. And, and again, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. And I'm still fucking fucking amazed about uh uh i almost call her halle berry <laughs> oh yes halle from chloe yes. and halle playing yes. ariel on the cinematic version mm-hmm. and shout outs to uh grownish the second season of that because they've been killing it like I really liked the second season a lot more than I liked the first. I really liked the first season, but I think they've stepped it up on the second season. And shout outs to them, you know, everyone involved in that. It's been a really great show if you right. haven't checked it out. And the the young the actors the actor's name that I, I was trying to mention. And again, I'm, I'm I know I'm not doing the absolute correct pronunciation, but her name is Aulie, or mm. Aulie Cravalho. Okay, all right. I'm I'm glad I didn't go for that one because yeah, that would have been return of Ben the Butcher. Um, <laughs> so no, I did not. Yeah, but um, I loved her as the voice of Moana. Moana is one of my favorite animated films. Like I effing love that movie so much, and so um, or, I'm hyped for this I, as well. Ali'i, Ali'i, yeah, because it's it's, okay. it's an apostrophe I. Ali'i, yep. okay, yep. Okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't wait for this as well. And that's another one I really have not seen is Little Mermaid, you know? Like, I, I'll You've tell you. You've never seen the cartoon version of Little Mermaid? Nope. I'll watch it soon. I'll tell you, like, you know, my it's it's that years of Disney movies where I don't know why, but I was just, I had no interest in seeing them. You know, like The Lion King. Oh, Lion King I saw. Um, but what was the other one? Beauty and the Beast I still haven't really seen. I've seen most of it. Um, I just recently saw Aladdin, you know, like all the way like through. The cartoon? Yes. What'd you think? Oh, I thought it was incredible. Aladdin's a fucking amazing. Yeah, incredible. Did you see? I mean, did you see Will Smith's version? Not live yet. Action? Okay, so yeah. now that you've seen it, that's what I'm saying, and that's another thing for everybody also listening. Do not go see these live action Disney movies until you've seen the original first. I, that's I, what I was. You yeah. Got to. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why I watched the cartoon because I was planning to watch a Will Smith, and I've heard that Will Smith is great, so I can't wait yeah, to see it good. myself. He's good. Yeah. Because I loved, um, I mean, obviously, I'd seen, you know, the thing is, I'd seen all the jokes from Aladdin, you know, I'd seen like all the Robin Williams moments where he's just going off, you know, I'd seen all those, but I'd never just seen the whole movie. And yeah, it was great. Loved it. Dope. Uh, so that's it for Guac this week. Again, please help us, y'all. Let us name y'all child. At least give us the middle name or something. <laughs> Damn, we are two right now, y'all. I'm feeling, I'm not feeling blessed right now. Let me, let me, please help me feel blessed. I know it's not about me, it's about your child. But yeah, if you want us to name <laughs> your children, or if you have a question about geek and pop culture, um, hit us up. 
You can mm-hmm. email us, contact at 4allnerds.com. Alternatively, you can hit us up on the interwebs on our socials at 4allnerds. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, if you're on a special tier, you can hit us up at any time with your go-out question, and you are guaranteed to have your question read on air. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it is now time for, you know, that segment that everyone's been asked for. Shout out to the person who tweeted at me earlier today and asked for a... Well, let me, you know, intro it right. Hey, comic psychopt. Um, they asked for a comic psychop book club. And I'm like, isn't that's what this segment is? Isn't that the comic psychop book club? I don't I don't know what else would it be. I guess like, it is a book club. Yeah, like that's- I recommend books. Y'all tell me what y'all reading. We exchange ideas. You know, I read stuff that y'all reading. If I, you know, and if you I'm talk into it, through it, you talk about how you felt about the plots and the chapters mm-hmm. and the characters. This is a book club. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm wondering. I mean, I love the idea of it. You know, I, I want like that Oprah status. I feel like <laughs> I'm getting there. You know, when I like, because when I say a book is dope, you know, I see like. Shout out to my man Karen Gillan and Jamie McKelvey and Matt Wilson, but I've sold a lot of them Wicked and Divines for y'all. Like I saw one yo. where somebody bought the like. First of all, I didn't know the, it existed. The yo. hardcover, full, complete edition of the Wicked and the Divine. I had to put that back on the shelf. I was going to buy it for. I'll probably end up doing it like Was, an how idiot much that this shit year. like like fifty dollars. Yeah, and I almost bought it from them when you know when we were interviewing them a couple years ago at New York Comic Con. There's two of them out so far. I think there'll be three, you know, to finish the series. Wow. And I've got thing is I have every issue of Wit Divine. I have every trade, so I've got it in those two forms already, you know. And I've got multiples of certain issues, and so I'll be an idiot if I go ahead and buy the hardcovers. But that's the type of idiot I am for that book. So, um. Yeah, and you know, if you're not reading Wicked and Divine, what's wrong with you? That's definitely one of you know my favorites of all time. Now there's only one issue left. Now it's a 45 issue run. That last issue will come out in the next few months, but issue 44 is out, so you can. And 45 is basically an epilogue, so most of the story is wrapped up in 44. So if you want to go, you know, start from the beginning, it's you know, like I said, one of the best ever. Also, shout out to Paper Girls, which finished up uh, last week. Issue 30 dropped. I haven't read it because I read Paper Girls and Trade, but um, Paper Girls is the story of these four young women. They're basically preteens or teenagers. And no, I think they're all teenagers when it starts and it takes place in the 80s and they're young women in the 80s. And on a wild night, I think it starts on Halloween. They're actually paper delivery girls. That's the thing. They're, you know, they deliver newspapers and they're, you know, because they're four young girls, they're all like friends who do it together. And wild shit just happens after that. I mean, it is a ridiculously insane book. It's by Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff uh, Shang. I think I pronounced his last name right. Um, And it's just beautiful. It's such a dope story. These, I mean, I can't even describe to you everything that happens, but it's time travel. There's dinosaurs. There's future, you know, there's people meeting their, like, future selves. Mm -hmm. And it's so well plotted, and it's only 30 issues. And the art is great. Oh, Cliff is a beast. He did a Wonder Woman run from a few years ago. That's one of my favorite runs on Wonder Woman as well. He's so good. He's so dope. And I think uh, Matt Wilson is doing the colors on that as well. And he's phenomenal. I mean, Matt, you know, is phenomenal. On, he just won the Eisner for best colorist. Like, he's, you know, stupid dope. And Paper Girls, I haven't, like I said, I read in a trade, but it's only 30 issues. So the last trade will drop next month. And 
it's one of my favorites for, you know, being 30 issues and just such a well-plotted book where it's just like, mm, 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 all this dope stuff happens. And then when you go back and see how like well-plotted it is, because things that happen like in issue 24 might relate back to issue one, mm. you know, it's, yeah, it's yes, so yes. well done. Absolutely. Yeah. So well done. So, you know, paper girls, like I always say, it's like, to me, it's like Stranger Things, but better. I think they're actually doing an, an adaptation of it now for TV, and I can't wait for that. Wow. Yeah. Paper so, girl, paper girl, all girl, about paper, that paper, paper girl. Paper girl. Word up. Um, also, this month, or last, I think this dropped last week, uh, it's this new book, Killers, by, uh, I think it's Brian, but it's B. Claymore. It's written by B. Claymore with art by Fernando Dadnino. And... It's ill. It, it's from Valiant Comics, so it takes place in the Valiant universe. But it features these two. I'm not sure if they're African American, but they're uh, one is a black woman and the other is a black man, and it's called Killers because they're both like high level super assassins, you know. And so it takes place in the same Valiant universe that features people like Ninjack, who's like this ninja assassin, and they're actually members of his like 007 type organization. I think it's MI, you know, it's the bridge, it's British intelligence, but you know, obviously in this world where you have superheroes and all this other stuff, they're super out, you know, but they're like two killers. And I don't want to give too much away in the plot because there's a really dope intro that really sets it off. But if you like James Bond, you know, type action, but with Nets level, you know, of course, they're, like I say, they're in a superhero world. Check out Killers. Really great art. And I just love that it features two, you know, black people. And, you know, I love the first issue. Um, yeah, from Valiant. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, that crack came in um, <laughs> yet again this week. Um, House of X, the second issue from Hitman, La Raza, and Gracia dropped this week and lord of mercy like i it's been you know like i've talked about this for weeks now but it's uh every week for the next i think few months or so it's and you know i've figured out it's going to end right as new york comic-con you know is kicking off mm. so every week an issue drops one week it'll be house of x the other week it'll be powers of x and so this week is the second issue of House of X. And Jonathan Hitman, the author, has said that every issue of these recontextualizes the issue that came before. And when, like I say, this shit is pure crap, dog. I've not been so blown away. I, I, I have to say, I think this is even wilder than Grant Morrison's run. And Grant Morrison has one of the wildest runs in X-Men history. But this shit right here, like the... And someone said that I uh, spoiled too much of the last issue last week, so I'm not even going to give it away. But this issue is called, uh, I don't even want to give away the full title. It's like the something life. No, it is, no the, the full title doesn't really um, give away anything. It's like the uncanny or strange life of Dr. Moria Mettaggart. And Moria Mettaggart, Moira, uh, Moira. Moira, is that, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> for yeah, it's been fans. She was in the cartoon and everything, That's right? That's why I know how to pronounce her name. Yep. Okay. She so she was in the know, cartoon. Yeah. And she's basically Charles Xavier's ex. You know, uh, I don't know if they ever got married, but they dated for a long time. She's a he, super he was smart. He sipping over her hard body in the cartoon. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, he simped over her in the uh, oh, comics like, back like in the day too. Like worse than Scott and Jean. Wow. Thing. 
Oh, that's hilarious. Mora. He was always crying Watch, with his bald well, actually, ass. I don't think anybody simps harder than 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 Yeah, Scott, Scott and Gene. But, you know, Scott but is yeah, but it, it was simps. it was borderline, okay? Yeah, Scott is such a simp because that's why I related to him as a youth because I was a simp. So, um yeah, shout out no. <laughs> like I said, I think this is even wilder than um my man's run. Did I lose you right there? I'm still here, so. Okay, still sorry. Here. Uh, uh, okay, we're, we're still going. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, no, like I said, it's even wilder, but this issue is about Mora, and it just, I don't, I, like I said, I can't spoil this joint, but it's like, what the fuck? You know, when I finish this joint, I'm just sitting there like, yo, where did this fucking shit come from? Like, how did you... Yo, like, fam, like, it, it not only recontextualizes, you know, the last two issues, but it recontextualizes the entire history of the X-Men. And I'm not overstating that at all. Like, they said, yeah, they, they said that there's this one page, and it was a page in the last issue of Mora and um Charles meeting for the first time. And in this issue, you find out what happens like when they meet it's weird when they met in that issue because it felt you know it felt weird like Moria tells him we've known each other before and you're like what the fuck you know mm. and then he she's like read my mind and you'll know why and he reads his mind and there's this looker like oh and so in this issue they show what he found out and that's all I want to say and it is I mean it's crack like dog like I'm so mad at this man Jonathan hit me right now like <laughs> the goat the goat like he's i mean proving it you know and he's always been one of my favorites you you know like like i said his avengers run is incredible his fantastic four run is incredible he wrote this other book shield for marvel i still i'm gonna go back now and read his uh i think a secret avengers i think he did a run on that that's supposed to be crazy um east of west people love i actually did not like that one as much but people say it's fantastic it's an independent book that he did i love black monday murders by him you know, the man is just a beast, and he is doing some of the wildest, most explosive, most insane stuff to the X-Men that I've ever seen done in a comic. Mm. But it's just like what I loved about Morrison. It takes what was done before, and it extrapolates on it. You know, it's like it's same thing, because Chris Claremont is the god. You know, he's the one, everything that you know about the modern-day X-Men pretty much comes from him. Like, you know, he created Wolverine. On, well, he didn't create Wolverine, but he used, you know, Storm, Colossus, you know, everything. The whole Simpin, Strats, uh, the Phoenix saga is all Chris Claremont. All the way, all the way into the 90s with Psylocke, mm -hmm. you know, the Japanese Psylocke and the weirdness that came with that. And just, but everything that we know about the X-Men pretty much is from this dude. And then Morrison came around and Grant Morrison came around in like uh, early 2000s, late 2000s and really just did wild all kind of stuff with that man. But the problem with his stuff was that after he left, he left uh, Marvel and they just pretty much eliminated everything he'd done. You know, they were like, all right, they retconned most of, you know, the stuff that he'd written and just kind of went back on all that. Mm. But Hitman, you know, this seems to be a long-term plan for the X-Men because after the House of X and Powers of X finishes up, like Marvel's dropping like six new X-Men books and all of them are like being guided by Hitman. They're not all being written by him, but he's guiding them all, you know. And he got people like Vita Ayala writing one of them. What up, Vita? 
yeah what up vita and you know once again like shout outs to joe illage because he was pointing out to me how major that is mm -hmm. because there's never been an x-men book written by a black woman you know ever 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 and jonathan hitman just walked her in the door like doop walked him in the door like doop you know that's what Hold it means that. to be an ally. Make shit happen. That's what it means to be an ally, folks. Make shit happen. And you can talk all day. I don't give a fuck. Make shit happen. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like, especially in House of Ets and Powers of Ets, he's been talking a lot of stuff about race relations and about supremacy and about a lot of things that we talk about on this show. But, you know, doing it through the views of mutants and humans and machines and yeah, I mean, the man is effing killing the dog. Just go read it, yo. This latest issue. Oh, my God, yo. What a bastard. It's like the illest... I'll just say this. It's like the illest Groundhog Day comic I've ever read. Damn. Like the movie Groundhog Day, but ill. And, yeah. The crazy, whatever, the insane life of Moira McTaggart. Oh, yo. You ain't got to sell it no more, bro. Yeah, this bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. We on it. Yeah, Oof, we already Lord, on it. Everybody's praising this thing, and this yeah. is this is this is the title you want to read. Besides all the other titles that Ben I mean puts up on Comics I Cop, such as Paper Girls, got to get that Paper Girl. Um, mm -hmm. Before we get out of here, some breaking news. Speaking of Paper Girls, well, no Paper Guys. Yeah. Um, yes. Breaking news: Netflix wins. Oh wait, this is even more breaking. Super breaking. Netflix wins overall film and TV deal for. Game of Thrones creators David Benioff and D.B. Weiss. David and D.B., the folks behind Game of Thrones, have mm -hmm. inked a nine-figure range deal with Netflix. And that... <laughs> Just to say that's just it's just a lot of motherfucking money <laughs> and a lot of fucking freedom they're about to have. Netflix beat out Amazon, Disney, and one other, I believe, in order to win the bid for these folks. That's so wild, cause like their names is such hot trash in the general community right now. I mean, but is it's it still though? like, yeah, <laughs> but it's it still though? like y'all did Game of Thrones, you know? What can y'all give us? But it's like they didn't do Game of Thrones, you know? That's what's his name, um, George, George R. 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 Yeah, well, like George, they're it's so George unproven. R. R. Story, but they're the ones who adapted it. True, and indeed. They were, and even beyond the the hangups of the last season, they were yes. successful. Fire. They were incredibly successful they were globally successful yeah. monster hit yeah so, yeah, so. Uh, global successfulness comes with a lot of weight mm, so there you go yeah can't be mad at that you know shout out to them boy yeah. because like i say they you know be and yeah there's no you know i'm not even one of those people who even hated the last season like everyone like we've talked about you know many a time i thought it was definitely compressed and they were getting out of there to go do star wars but you know well like like I'd get out of there to go through Star Wars. Like, you know? right. Come on, let's be for real. Right. So now the priority will then be for the these two to create another, as they call, water cooler series, a mm -hmm. type of thing where you can gather around with your folks and talk about what you just saw the night before or whatever you watch it. So, um, good luck to them. Uh, yes. I, I'm sure it's going to be. I mean, this is a monster deal as is. So I, I mm -hmm. you know, I, I think we're, we're going to see some interesting things. That being said, um. And I want to just repeat it because I, I really mean it when I said it a few minutes ago. True allies make shit happen. Mm. Just saying. Mm -hmm. so. mm. I mean, well, they did try and make Confederate happen. You oh. know? And, and, and they did bring in black people to do that, you know. Oh, 
and, and shout out to those you know that's a husband and wife team i can't remember their names but they actually moved on and escaped that and signed a big ass deal themselves i think with amazon so you know shout out to them because you know that was definitely a death trap right there that them dudes try to lure them into Whew. yeah but you know worked out for everybody now everybody got that paper girl everybody. and paper guys well i mean you know worked out <laughs> i mean you know they got paper you know hey <laughs> I'll, you know, I, I, you know, I'm gonna leave it at that. Um, shout outs to Atlanta for getting renewed for two more seasons. Season three and four will be shot uh, consecutively so that they can drop because everyone involved in that is getting way too busy and way too much work. So, you know, they got to get these out. And so I think they'll be dropping season three in 2020 and probably season four. I, I assume probably late season, tw- you know, it depends on when they drop the first one, but I'm soon they'll probably get both of them out by the end of the year. Mm. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. So you know, I can't wait for that. I I still have not rewatched the first, the second season. What Atlanta? Like, yeah, like the first season I watched, you know, several times, but the second season's episodes were so rough. Rob, you know, Robin, Robin season, season was tough Robin to get season. through. You know, that shit was rough like, in terms of boring or rough. In no, terms of- in terms of like um intense. I love Robin season. I mean, but it was it was intense. I mean, think about what was happening during that time yeah and that's what i mean so it was that it was tough for me to watch like the episode where paperboy gets lost you know where they rob him and stuff and he gets that episode that was some fucked up alice in wonderland shit like if if alice in wonderland's already fucked up this was even more fucked up yeah that shit was and that episode was tough and then let alone uh you know the michael jackson what's his name episode teddy teddy (laughs) you know (laughs) yo no i will that's legendary yeah, that shit is legendary. But um, yeah, I I, I love Atlanta. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. We gotta wait a little bit longer. Hey, whatever. Because at at one point we didn't even know when it was coming back at all. If, but yeah. now we have a date. They're shoot as I don't know if you just said the year, but they're shooting spring 2020. Both okay, they're shooting them. They're so shooting it's both seasons, season three and four, back to back in spring 2020. Okay. So it's gonna drop probably fall, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah fall, summer, fall. Yeah, and and yeah. either they'll just have all the seasons in the can, and they'll just they'll do like a coffee drip release, or mm-hmm. we may see something wild happen. But that being said, I'll I'll be there. I'm watching. Yeah, word up, no doubt about that. And uh, let's see before we get out of here. Oh, yes, that's what I was talking about yesterday, and and wanted to mention on here. Disney okay. announced Uh-oh. that they are going to bundle Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus, this new streaming service, for a monthly price of twelve ninety nine. Oh, do you good. know what else is on that price point? Netflix. And you know what's gonna happen now? Netflix trying to drop that price. That ain't gonna happen. But you know what's going to happen now? <laughs> <laughs> somebody cut. Somebody switching. Either mm. this is now this is a real real battle, you know Disney Plus yes it had all that stuff going for it and that's cool but I've I was complaining and I will continue to complain about the proliferation of the number of streaming services in general especially because all we're doing is recreating cable all over mm-hmm. fucking again and y'all not saving yep. me no money because the moment I cut the cord to decide to buy all these streaming services I'm spending the same amount that I was spending before when I had cable so. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sure what the end game is here besides to build another monopoly somewhere down the line. But yes, this is a big, big, big deal because this puts Disney at a pro- 
honestly, this puts Disney on the high ground. Yeah. You, you, you know that scene in, in Star Wars where he says, I have a high ground. The high Anakin. ground, yeah. This is Disney on the high ground at this Don't point. Don't try it. Because, <laughs> really, yeah, there's some competi- there's competition with Amazon and then Hulu added by, when it was by itself, kind of, sort of. But with the juggernaut Disney behind it and then bundling sports, but not just, you know, the sports plus package mm-hmm. and all the Hulu plus stuff and everything that comes along with it. And then the entire repertoire of Disney plus everything they just got from Fox Media. Yeah, mm. this is this is the Thunderdome now. Yeah, that's a whammy. Yeah, because I'm already a big fan of Hulu Plus. Like, I've oh, I been love on Hulu, that. I actually yes. recently upgraded because I was tired of the motherfucking... First of all, that's a racket that they're doing. But I was tired <laughs> yeah. of the commercials. Like, I can't believe I have, you pay, but you still got to watch commercials. So you got to pay again yeah. to get rid of the commercials. Oh, see, I haven't even done that yet. Yeah. I don't think I've paid again to get the, rid of yeah. the commercials. Was it 5 dollars for non-premium? So you still get commercials. Yeah. And then it's like... 10 or something like that. It depends on, because also a lot of discounts are floating out there, but point is yeah. you basically got to pay twice. Yeah. So. But no, I love them and I don't even have the ESPN joint yet. I mean, I think, I, I think we'll, I've got ESPN on here, but I don't have like the super ESPN, whatever, but I'm down for that. And then the Disney, like with Mandalorian, you know, and everything else they got coming. That's a, I mean. Facts. And then <sighs> this bundle that they're doing, is going to be $5 less than what you would pay every month if you signed up for each of those places separately. Nice. Hulu, nice. you know, ESPN, and then Disney. Um, and as we just said, it's the same price as Netflix standard U.S. plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> Netflix is in hot fucking water. Uh and you, you said something earlier about Disney buying DC Comics. You think, who you think would, you think, first of all, you think somebody going to buy Netflix and who's buying Netflix? Oof. I was, speaking of, shout out to Felton, Felton Amos. He, yep. he said he can absolutely see somebody like an Amazon buying up a Netflix. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because ain't Netflix like still losing money? Well, Netflix you know? has generally speaking has, or maybe always speaking, has always operated in the red. Um, yeah. But they also operated in a kind of a just-in-time model where, you know, they're quick to cancel stuff and quick to move on to the next and produce stuff quick. And yeah. So their model, it, it, which, which is interesting, it's, just, it's, it's interesting in the fact that, yeah, they lose money, but they have so much impact in the market in general. So Insane. This, but they also make gobs of money too, so it, it, it's it's, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. It's like a shell game right there, hiding the money really, because you know somebody getting paid. Like you know, people are getting paid. Like no, so um, yeah. But I could definitely see that, and I feel like Amazon would be the one, even though they're you know solid coming up with their own because they got the boys. Like I said, the boys and Fleabag. I encourage anybody you know go get that free month membership and watch both of those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because those are both incredible shows and they're, you know, so they're producing their own stuff that's turning out really well. But, yeah, of course, to have more, you know, why not? Wouldn't why wouldn't they? And it's going to come down to when it's like two companies who own everything, you know, it, like Demolition Man. It just wasn't Taco Bell. You know, it turned out to be um, Amazon and Disney, you know, pretty much. Mm. And yeah. And, you know, Monopoly City. Yeah, that's the world we live in, folks. That's the results of end-stage capitalism, you know. Uh, um, read about your Karl Marx and all that because, yeah, revolution. Yikes. Uh, subscribe, guys. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Like we said, subscribe to For All Nerds on everywhere. SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are there. 
be sure to rate us and leave comments. We read all the comments everywhere that is involving us. We read the comments. Be sure mm-hmm. to vote for our panel on a South by Southwest panel picker, um, the evolution of blackness and geek culture. And uh, if you have a guac question, as we said, hit us up, contact at 40nerds.com. Uh, and finally, go to our Patreon, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash 40nerds. And wait, no, finally, finally, subscribe to our Twitch. <laughs> yes, yes. Twitch.tv slash for all nerds. Hit up all these different places. Thank you for all the support and love. And um, actually, yeah, I guess I can say it now. I mean, I've said it on Twitter, but I will be going on a quick little sabbatical coming up very soon. I won't be on the show next week and who knows after that. But, you know, I'll be back very soon. Don't even trip out. You know, I just try to recharge and refresh and get everything right. And, you know, be back all new for the end of the summer you know fall season he be back